0: faith family freedom hope and opportunity you're listening to freedom rings i'm your host senator Marsha blackburn hi there everybody and what a treat we have for you today on freedom rings i am so thrilled that you are joining us and so pleased to introduce you to Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Glenn is someone who has a deep love of country and of public service, and I have so enjoyed working with him as he took the reins over as the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Now, Glenn grew up in a military family. He was actually born when his father was stationed over in Spain, growing up in Missouri, coming to Tennessee, having his career. He and Crystal have two children, great family, and now they have grandchildren. So Glenn is someone who has seen freedom all of his life, We're seeing the benefits of freedom, enjoyed that freedom, and knows what it is to fight for freedom. So, Mayor, welcome to Freedom Rings.
1: Well, thank you very much, Senator. I appreciate it. And thank you for all the work that you do representing the great state of Tennessee and Washington, D.C.
0: Well, it is my honor and privilege to uh, be They're in Washington fighting for Tennesseans, taking some good old Tennessee to Washington, D.C. We know that that Washington could use a little bit more of Tennessee and Tennessee values and approaching our problems, trying to fix those problems. I'd like for you to just talk for a moment about how being a child of the member of our nation's military, how that influenced you?
1: My dad um, was a 21 year military veteran. Um, The uh, action military service in our family precedes him. My grandfather uh, was awarded a Purple Heart during service in World War One in Europe, uh, so it runs all through my my family. But Dad was a 21-year military veteran. He served in the Navy on the USS Antietam uh, aircraft carrier during the Korean War. Then uh, he switched services after about 10 years in the Navy to the Air Force. Uh, he was in the Air Force for 11 years. Served in Vietnam. He was a loadmaster on uh, like the C-17 and the C-130 uh, cargo planes uh, through Vietnam. Uh, came back. Stateside when I was uh, about a year old, as you mentioned, I was born in Madrid, Spain, at Torjón Air Base. Uh, He retired when I was four years old. Um, My brother and uh, sister—they got the uh, the typical upbringing. They're older than I am, so um, they lived all over the world, uh, went to a bunch of different schools. Um, I I, I didn't do that, Um, but nevertheless, um, you know, I think about what uh, my dad did uh, and. My grandfather, as well, on the sacrifices they made, so that people like me could enjoy the freedoms that I enjoy in this country. Uh, that's really what it's all about, you know. Our our military in the U.S. is unique in that uh, they don't swear an oath, uh, a pledge of allegiance to a person or the government. It's actually to defend the Constitution, uh, which protects all of our freedoms and liberties. Um, And that just has always resonated with me, Uh, the the thought that, um, you know, we're just so unique in this country, we're built on an idea, uh, the idea that all people are created equal and uh, endowed with certain unalienable rights and government's primary job is to protect those rights and to protect our freedoms, uh, which makes us unique in the history of the world. Uh, And I think my my dad's uh, service in the military really drove that home to me, especially as I reflect back. Uh, on my life uh, and, um, you know, in his and my upbringing that I realized um, how important that is and how special that makes our country.
0: Well, I, I agree with you on that. Um, uh, having a dad that served in World War II and my mom always would say, well, I was a war bride is how she would describe herself many times. And they married, and of course, they were right off to a military post in Florida. And that is how life began for them, but extremely patriotic. God and country was so incredibly important to them. And I think that for those of us that have parents that served in the military or spouses, that served in the military. There is that deep appreciation for that service and the hope that the service we provide as public servants does honor to the service and sacrifice that those military families have have made. Uh, You stepped in your first political race was running for mayor of Knox County, and that was a pretty close campaign. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Of course, I spent many years uh, in world wrestling entertainment. Uh, as my career was winding down, uh, I w- was looking at what my next steps in life would be. I've always been interested in government and politics um, and thought that that might be something that I wanted to do uh via, uh, the mayor seat was coming open. Uh, my predecessor, uh, now Congressman Tim Burchett, uh, was term limited. Um, so kind of when I was looking strategically, I was like, you know, that, that's uh, a seat that I might be able to win. Um, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a big campaign. Knox County has 450,000 people. Uh, so it, it certainly wasn't a little bitty race. Um, but not having to run against an incumbent is always advantageous, uh, to, um, to someone new to politics. Um, so I, I, I thought it was something I could do thought that it was something that I would enjoy. Um, I thought that, you know, just with my, um, my experience actually in WWE and kind of that business background uh, that I had learned from there, uh, as well as my philosophy, uh, which is, you know, conservative, uh, kind of libertarian values. Um, I thought that would resonate with people of Knox County. So I decided to run uh, that race. I won the primary by 23 votes. Uh, It was a three-person race out of about 48,000 votes cast. Um, you know, and, and then of course, once the Republican primary, we're a strongly Republican county, so uh, that's where most of the energy went. Once you win the primary, uh, you know, the, the general election uh, hopefully wouldn't be nearly as hard, and it wasn't. Um, but you know, it's playing playing sports and athletics all my life. You know, I, I used to competition, but the difference is in. in a game you can alter your game plan based on where the score is right well in an election you have to run your game plan and then you find out if it was any good or not on election Uh, so that was very different for me and winning by 23 votes um, was probably on election night, the most stressful day of my life, because, you know, the whole whole time was back and forth and within a couple hundred votes, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. Uh, And it it was literally like a wrestling match because all through the night I was behind, behind and catching up and catching up and catching up. And then finally got ahead. But then uh, one of my opponents was able to to, to, uh, chip away at that lead. And then finally, like I said, winning by 23 votes, it was, uh, Um, It was exhilarating, but not something I'd go through, want to go through again, actually.
0: (laughs) It's always a learning experience. Um, And every campaign is a little bit different. Well, so you're there as the mayor of Knox County. And as you said, it is not a little county. It is um, a large county and it is a growing county. And I know that your love of freedom underpins every decision that you make. So talk about how it influences some of the policy issues that you confront each day.
1: Yes, ma'am. That's a, a great question. And I think a lot of folks, uh, especially at the local level, I mean, they get into politics and government. They want to do a good things, of course, for the community but they may not have a philosophy which uh, undergirds that, which is really their uh, guiding principles. And, you know, then they just kind of, well, I think this is a good idea. I don't think this is a good idea. Uh, With me, it definitely is, um, does this grow government? Um, Hopefully, does it shrink government? You know, um, is is there a financial burden uh, attached to this? Uh, Is there a fiscal burden? You know, we talk about it raising taxes, which I'm not gonna do. Um, those are all things that that really play into uh, the decisions that I make here at a local level. Um, and local government's really important. And, and you know this, you know, from your service at the state, uh, everybody thinks we look at Washington, DC, and man, you know, that's where everything happens. And that's true, the federal government's very important. But state and local government is really where the rubber meets the road. You know, the issues that we tackle That's here. That's so true. Um, yes. They, you know, they have a big impact on, on people's day-to-day life. And it's not only, there, there's kind of two parts to it. It's not only the, the political side, but also kind of the organizational side and the company side. You know, um, as far as, you know, we're, we're the ones that are in charge of building roads, figuring out where the roads need to go and you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so... You have to balance that, but also uh, I realize that everything government does, uh, it it relies on taking money from people to to provide those services. Um, So I have to balance those things and make sure that um, what we're doing people are getting their money's worth as much as possible. And, you know, hopefully what we do also allows people to make their, you know, to give them more ability to make their own decisions uh, and have control over their lives.
0: Well, and that is something that we like to see is more responsibility at the local level. I like to say that the government that is most effective is the government that is closest to you. Because you see the impact every day right there in your community, as you're coming and going from school and from work, and it affects your daily life and you see that. And of course, every time government raises taxes on the people to pay for a growing government, There's a cost to that. And not only is it that fiscal cost as you were talking about it, but it's also an opportunity cost because opportunities are being taken away from the not-for-profit and from the private sector, free enterprise. And those opportunities are then being vested in the government. So it takes the people as we are to be out of that process.
1: That's exactly right. And I absolutely agree with you also about local government uh, and state government and and how important they are. And you mentioned earlier that Knox County is growing, the state of Tennessee is growing. We're seeing people move here uh, from, um, you know, the high tax, high regulation, low freedom jurisdictions, uh, and folks are moving with their feet. And what that reveals to me is conservative principles work. You know, the state of Tennessee is in a great spot. We're the third most friendly state and local tax jurisdiction in the country. We don't have any state debt. Um, economic opportunity here is compared to some places in the country. I mean, it, it's just literally outrageous. Um, and, and people are taking advantage of that. And that's a wonderful thing. And the reason that we have the freedom to do that as local government is because, you know, we're not micromanaged to the extent um, that we don't micromanage and we're not micromanaged to the extent that other places are. So America has always been kind of this um, laboratory of, of freedom, right? And the different states compete and you can actually see in the case of Tennessee and in the case of Knox County, Uh, the benefits that we're realizing by staying true to our principles of small government and maximizing freedom.
0: Well, that is so true. Now, as we wrap this up, a couple of questions, what do you see in the future for Knox County?
1: Well, for me, um, I, I want Knox County to be a place that the rest of the country looks to and says they're doing it right there. You know, Ronald Reagan talked about the shining city on the hill. And I think that's true not only of America for the rest of the world, but also places within America, Um, you know, and a place where the rest of the country can look to and say, man, that's just a great place to live, to work and raise a family. I think we're already the best place. Uh, That's why I live here. Uh, But we can always make it better. Uh, So, uh, you know, for for me, again, that's just my my overriding goal is to make Knox County in whatever way I can. Um, you know, but, but to help make it be the best place that we can possibly be.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to tell your story. And um, we know that you have great hopes for Knox County. So the last question for you, when you and Crystal look at those grandkids, what is your hope for them?
1: <laughs> um, really, I got into politics Um Because I have had so many wonderful opportunities in my life. I grew up on a farm in Missouri, a very rural area of the country. Um, If you have asked me when I was a little kid, am I going to be able to travel the world and and do all these amazing things and have all these opportunities and just be so blessed? No way. I mean, you know, it just wouldn't, I, I didn't think that was possible. And because I live in America, because I live in a country based on the free enterprise system, uh, those opportunities do come your way. And I was very fortunate that they came my way and as I was able to take advantage of them. Uh, I want that for my grandkids. You know, the thing that we can leave our 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 folks, our, our kids and our grandkids, again, going back to President Reagan, you know, freedom is always only one generation away from extinction. Uh, I don't want it to be my generation that allows that to happen. Uh, So I try to do everything I can to ensure that my grandkids are going to have the opportunities that frankly they deserve as Americans that are their birthright as
0: Americans. Well, Mayor Glenn Jacobs, you are doing an incredible job, and you have really established yourself as a happy warrior freedom fighter, and we are just so grateful that you have chosen to lead Knox County, and for all of you listeners, you are going to find him on social media Mayor Glenn Jacobs and our Freedom Rings podcast. You're going to be able to find that wherever you pull down your favorite podcast, and we look forward to talking with you again soon.
1: Thank you so much, Senator. Very much appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Freedom Rings. You can follow me on Twitter at VoteMarsha. Facebook at Marsha Blackburn for Senate and on Instagram at Team Marsha. And you can always find us online at MarshaBlackburn.com. The Freedom Rings podcast is edited and produced by Jared Cummings, Executive Producers, are Conservative Partnership Center, and Marsha Blackburn. Together, we make freedom ring.